Hey Gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. So excited to be talking about the big five traits and dating as well as attachment style. And I would love, 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 love to hear what your questions, comments, concerns are regarding our attachment series, our dating, and our relationship series that happens once a week. Go ahead and hop on the email list so that you can stay informed and so that we can have these ongoing conversations together. So if you haven't clicked the link in the show notes, or you could head to my Instagram at Gems and click the link in my bio to be added to joining the tribe, which should be the first or second um, tab on my page, then do so now. Or forever hold your peace. No, I'm kidding. You don't have to forever hold your peace. But (laughs) let's hop in to the conversation. What are the big five traits and how do they affect romantic relationships? Okay. So number one, what are the big five traits, right? You can remember the acronym, right? Ocean or canoe. Canoe stands for conscientiousness, agreeableness, neuroticism, openness, and extroversion. Personality quizzes that measure the big five personality traits don't tell you that you're conscientious or not, agreeable or not, open or not. These quizzes actually measure these traits on a spectrum. For example, they may measure how agreeable you are based on a scale that goes from belligerent to agreeable. They use two different extremes, expecting you to fall somewhere between the two of them. The fact that these personality traits are being measured on a spectrum instead of either or dichotomy is why the big five is so accepted in the field of psychology, all right? So if you want to learn more in depth about this topic, you can um, go to my website because it will be linked in the blog post there. Now, second... Because the belief is that these traits are our core traits, they are supposed to be extremely important in your relationships with people. The one trait that I will focus on today is neuroticism. This trait means that you are overly anxious, moody, and insecure. As one might expect, all right, having high levels of neuroticism may set you up for an unsatisfactory and unsuccessful relationship. For example, The stress and negative emotions felt by one's partner may bring their other partner down as well. Another reason why high neuroticism affects relationships in a negative manner is because it tends to mess with the couple's sexual lives as the anxious or the anxiety becomes too much. If you would like more information on that, okay, then you can go to the link in my bio to the blog to go ahead and get tapped in, okay? However, some findings suggest that people with higher levels of neuroticism who are in a romantic relationship might actually become more emotionally stable, all right? Third, people who have high neurotic tendencies may also have an anxious, preoccupied, or fearful, avoidant attachment style. If you want more information on the relationship between neuroticism and insecure attachment styles, then you can, you know what I'm about to say, 
go ahead to my website and there's going to be links to articles that kind of help you to dive deeper into some of these topics, all right? Those with anxious preoccupied attachment style tend to have a fear of abandonment or rejection. While those with fearful avoidant attachment style tend to have fears of being too close or too distant to their romantic partners or others in their life. If you want more information on this, again, all right, you can go ahead and click the link in the show notes, head to my website by clicking the link in my bio on Instagram at Sense Gems and get tapped in because there are multiple articles that can help you to dive deeper into this information. And these episodes that I produce are meant to be quick bites to help you find what you need to implement and take it into the week to work on. Now, it would make sense as to why people with those attachment styles are associated with people who have high neuroticism levels. The anxiety and fear becomes too much, and it begins to cause stress to only themselves, but not only themselves, but, you know, the people around them as well. So, number four, those with high levels of neuroticism can also do things to prevent an unsuccessful relationship. There is hope, okay? Finding a therapist that specializes in anxiety can be extremely beneficial. You can also find a coach. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, and I also offer coaching. And because I have a mental health background, I can address mental health concerns in my coaching, if that makes sense. If you have questions about that, go ahead and DM me. Therapists can help reduce anxiety through teaching you different coping skills. Make sure to find a therapist that fits with you. Fit is one of the highest predictors of efficiency and productiveness in a therapeutic relationship or in a coaching relationship, okay? There are many types of therapists such as a cognitive behavioral, dialectical behavioral, attachment-based parts, and memory-focused as well as EMDR specialists and more. There's so many different types of therapy and therapists that implement these different theories and styles. It may take time to find a therapist that fits you, but that also is beneficial as as you can find what works best for you. You can also begin the practice of mindfulness and engage in activities such as meditation, yoga, Reiki, etc. Right. So there are things that can help you understand how, you know, some of these big five traits are playing a role in your dating and romantic life and come up with some solutions and ways that you're able to get around them so that you're able to have satisfied and fulfilling relationships from now on out. Thank you so much for hopping in to listen to this quick episode with some tidbits that I hope that you can take into the week. If you want to learn more about any of these things, again, reach out to me. I want to create content that serves you and helps you to grow and learn. So hit me in my DMs, all right, at your sense gems on Instagram. Go ahead and hop into the email list because we have some really cool stuff coming up. And I will talk to you next time, gems. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend. Whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media, it helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you.